This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back. We are here at Drink of Ages Pub hanging out. I am John Denman. DJ Muskratch is there on the ones and twos. Playing nothing but the badass music, taking us ins and out of the breaks. Uh, I want to welcome everybody to the show. Hope you all are out there drinking the good beers. Uh, there's so many good beers out there to try right now. Just living in Texas, it, it's, it's a good time. Living in Houston with so many different breweries coming up, so many different beers being distributed into Texas. Just the availability of so many just badass styles, flavors of beer. Uh, hope everybody's drinking something good. I want to introduce my co-host this evening, Ronnie Crocker. Mr. Ronnie Crocker. Thank you, John. And you should also uh, recognize all the great bars that are out there, like uh, Drink of Ages Pub, for example. <laughs> there are some definitely. I went by Axelrad for the first time the other day. I uh, appreciate that. I, I, I like my bar, too. But I went by Axelrad the other day, and, man, I am digging that place. Uh, that's, a, that's a good little spot. Yeah, I heard uh, one local brewery said that uh, the first week they were open, it was like their number one account. So they're really, they're killing it over there. They absolutely are, but it's, it's going to be a good spot, especially when the weather turns nice. It's going to be one of my stops on the way home, I really think so. Terrific. But man, let's talk about, uh, actually I have a show sponsor. I need to mention that every week. This week, ep- this, this episode of Drink of Ages is brought to you by Raw and Sons Oktoberfest. There's so many Oktoberfest beers out there right now. So many breweries making some fantastic ones. Rar and Sons, uh, one of the one of the top breweries in Texas by far, and their Oktoberfest is fantastic. Seven percent ABV, delicious, good time of year to go out and drink some of, some of it. Some of the Oktoberfest, you can get it here on draft. You can find it all over town and package. Get out there and get some. Yeah, and you know when Oktoberfest beers. You know, I used to think that in Texas they came out so early because it was still so hot here. But I just love it, and I just I'm I've become like those other people who just can't wait for it to show up. That's how I am. Uh, Oktoberfest beers. I'm never in really in the mood. It just doesn't really sound like I don't know, I'm not in the mood for an Oktoberfest. So I drink one, and then I'm like, all right, that's what I'm drinking for the rest of the night. Exactly. Good Oktoberfest. Yeah. Then you remember that the next year. So. Yeah. Well, you know. They do start release in September, but in Germany, they've been celebrating Oktoberfest for a while now. I mean, the big celebration happens in the next couple of weeks, but you know, it's not hap- actually happening in just October. Well, I started getting Oktoberfest beers in the mail in August. <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of like, wow. <laughs> but still, great, great style and... Yeah, it's really good. Everybody starts also starts dishing on pumpkin beers, but I gotta tell you, man, I'm I'm a fan of pumpkin beers. I, I love pumpkin pie, so I I am I, I like trying all the different styles of pumpkin beers because some of them are taste like pumpkin pie, some of them just have hints of pumpkin. But everybody just seems like they want to talk bad about pumpkin beers, man. I don't understand it. Yeah, you know, it's I'm not sure pumpkin is my favorite, uh, but. 
I really have come to appreciate uh, Pumpkinator each year. Um, when it first came out as a Divine Reserve release, I remember it was so, like the next morning I'd left the, the empty bottle in the kitchen and just woke up the next morning and the whole kitchen smelled of pumpkins. And I just will never forget that. And uh, yeah, I've come to appreciate pumpkin beers more. So folks should give them a try. Yeah, last week Cyclers Brewery was on, and just out of wherever they're from, I don't know. It's up north, so the Matt National Willis, Park. Yeah, up there in the National Park, Montgomery. But we had or their National bonk. Forest. Yeah, we had their Bonk Imperial Pumpkin Ale, and that was just delicious. Yeah, I mean, we blew that keg in a matter of a couple of days. I mean, it was just it was a wonderful, wonderful beer. I need to check that out. Yeah. So. Also on this show, since we're talking about all these new breweries and things happening in Texas, we have a new brewery opening up. Their grand opening, well, I guess their soft opening is next week, but Sigma Brewing Company from the east side of town, we have Matt Peterson and Nick Sorensen on. Yeah, they're a couple of good guys. Uh, They were childhood friends, went to high school together up in Kingwood, kind of went their separate ways and got back together and and you know they stayed in touch over the years it's a good story beer beer just brings people together and keeps them together it definitely keeps them together our music guest tonight badass local band scuba diver you're going to be listening to their songs in between breaks or i guess no in between segments in between breaks that's when we're talking but in between segments you're going to hear scuba diver and then we're going to have them on at the end of the show so you guys can learn more about them uh, Ronnie Crocker, you wrote a badass book, Houston Beer, A Heady History of Brewing in the Bayou City. That is, uh, we have a couple copies up here. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it all over the Internet. Just purchase it. It's a nice, fun read about the history of beer in Houston that I guarantee you most of you know nothing about as far as it goes back. Yeah, it was a ton of fun to research. And, uh, to, you know, I knew a lot of people in the beer business at the time. And... I was finding things that surprised a lot of people, so that's that's always fun. Yeah, we have a couple copies up here at the at the pub if you want to come out here and borrow them for a few days. It's definitely a book that once you start reading it, if, if you especially if you like history and of course you like beer because that's why you're listening to the show, then this is a book you need to check out. And so, Ronnie, man, you wrote a badass book, uh, Houston Beer: A Heady History of Brewing in the Bayou City. Thank you. Now, it's uh, when is the second version coming out? Because I know at the end you start talking about listing breweries in different places around Houston, and some of them are open, some of them are closed, but there's been much more added to that list. Oh, yeah. I mean, I even talked to the uh, publisher a while back about, you know, possibly updating the, uh, uh, at least the end of the book to include some of those. We don't have any definite plans or anything yet, but. Now, let's take a quick break. We're going to get some DJ Muskrat to take us out. Listen to some scuba diver, and when we get back, we're going to talk with Sigma Brewing Company and Matt and Nick.
This is John from Dream of Ages Radio Show, and it is that time of year, Oktoberfest. This means that it's time to grab some Roaring Sons Brewing Company's Oktoberfest. This celebration lager is tradition, margin style, super smooth, medium body, dark amber in color with a sweet malty finish. True to tradition, this is a classic Oktoberfest lager, 7% ABV and badass. Find it at your favorite places like Drink of Ages Pub on Draft and in Package. Listen to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. here on ESPN 97.5. Tomorrow I see no promise And yesterday was like today 
All right, Drinking Vegas, we are back on. I own John Dimmon. I have my co-host, Ronnie Crocker, from the Houston Chronicle, Beer, Texas, and author of... Um, man, that's such a long name. All of a sudden, I've been drinking beers. Houston Beer, a heady history of brewing in the Bayou City. And our guest right now hanging out with us from Sigma Brewing Company is Matt Peterson and Nick Sorensen. With, with, with no history. There's no history. I've no, that with, beer, yeah. with actually, no. yeah. Very, well, no. <laughs> I, I heard the history of what you've gone through so far to get your brewery open. And from what I understand, you guys had just a slight pain in the ass from the city of Houston, getting things done, and getting rolling. Is that, is who, that true? Who told you that, man? Yeah. The, the city, they're just, they're fantastic. Yeah, it's gone so smooth. Really smooth. <laughs> Everything went exactly to the plan. Uh, no extra money was spent. Yeah, such All the new brewers say that. Yeah, um, they do. They yeah, do. yeah. It didn't take an extra year. No, not <laughs> at all, right? Yeah. Well, no, we we had planned to open on the 30th of September, 2016, from the beginning. From years Always. ago. Years oh yeah, ago. yeah. That was. Yeah, you guys you know. know. And part of the business plan, of course. Yeah, you're you're right in line with exactly your ambitions and anticipations and everything working <laughs> yes. working yes. the way they're supposed to. I'm sure. Yeah, yes. yeah, down exactly. down to the date, like the exact date that we plan to open. Yeah. I re- I remodeled this bar and it shocked me just everything that I had to do for 1,200 square feet. And not anything significant like a brewery. So I can only imagine what you guys went through. No, what was funny, so, like, you know, we were talking to, you know, some of our our buddies who have breweries outside of the loop and outside the city limits and stuff like that. And they go, like, so so why did you decide to open inside the city limits? And we were were just like, I I, I don't know, man. Like, once we were, like, further in there, we're like, maybe that was a bad idea. But, like, everyone we decided, we're like, oh, are you going to do it inside the city? And we're like, yeah, we're going to do it inside the city. It's, it's going to be great. And they're like, ooh. And everyone's just like, that's going to be. Yeah, how much mon- How much money do you have? Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> how much patience do you have? Yeah. yeah. So you are, you are still under budget, I'm sure. Oh. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, about uh, 80% under budget. So we're, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we have just tons of money sitting around. Yeah, Nick I, and I are paying each other very absor- exorbitant salaries. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right off the bat, you have to just yeah, to make right. sure everybody is, everybody is on board. You have to the main, lifestyle. maintain a level of comfort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've uh, done the show for three and a half years, and a lot of breweries, that after they've been over for a little while, you know, I was asking them, like, hey, what would you have done differently? They're like, oh, I probably would have raised another million and a half dollars. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much the consensus from all breweries that – it's just it's a it's a rough start, but yeah, you guys. I'm drinking the APA right now. I already went through the XBA. Uh, we'll get into your beers in a little bit, but you guys are making delicious beers. Thank thank, thank you, you very much. much. Thank you. And so you got that first part. The first part's down. That's the important stuff. Well, that's good. I mean, that's that that's that's what we you know. When we look back at this, like however many years ago, and and I mean, we were we're both home brewers. We've just we've only been home brewers, right? We don't have a, a pedigree coming from a, a large, you know, brewery or anything. This is the first time either of us have really brewed on a system bigger than ten gallons, and um, we we looked at ourselves, you know, uh, about eight years ago, and we're like, yeah, so we're gonna open a open a brewery, and like, do you, do you think we can really do that? And both of us were like, there's no freaking way. We, no. we can do any of that. So that, that's a huge compliment to us. Uh, really appreciate it, man. 
How many batches on the well? First of all, what size system are you guys brewing on? It's a ten barrel. Good size system. I, if, if I was going to do anything, it, and honestly, I would do it on a ten barrel system. It's just we, big enough. We we yeah. figured it was it was like the right step for us, right? It was it was a big enough bite to keep production up with the brewery but it was just small enough to where we could kind of bridge the gap from home brewing with a small you know a little bit of a learning curve which there's been a lot of learning curve there like there's been a ton of mess ups um but uh yeah so so the 10 the 10 barrel was where we thought that that uh it was kind of the the right right, right in the slot for uh for the system size. The APA that I'm drinking now, it's, uh, this one was 6, 6%? 6.1. 6.1%, yeah. man. This is a very nice, clean beer right here. Thank uh, you. How many test batches did you guys go through on the big system before you're like, on the big that's system? the one? Uh, Can I say that? One, one, one <laughs> test batch. I mean, like that was the second beer we ever brewed. So that porter was the first one we brewed on the big system that was the second one that we brewed on the big system so there was i mean i guess we had one practice batch which was an actual production batch um but i so 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 no test batches on the big system for that one we went for it (laughs) just dove in nick and matt from sigma brewing company is hanging out with us on the show you guys opened up on the east side of town, uh, and you said in the beginning, you know, unsure about where to, why, why you opened up inside city limits. But I think the east side of town is perfect for another brewery. Oh, dude, it's it's freaking awesome over there, and and the uh, the other businesses that that are over there. There's a lot of small independent business sprouting up over there. Um, we're working with East End Barber right now, uh, and they're actually were the first person ever to have any Sigma beer on tap. And uh, but like they they've been promoting us and supporting us for quite some time, and um, so it, it's a great part of town. Um, not only for you know, because it's, it's it's really up and coming. There's a lot of really interesting stuff that's going on, um, but there's a lot of really nice cool progressive businesses owned by like really awesome people uh over there so now we're we're really happy where, where we are and i we wouldn't change it as much money as as it took as, as much oh, that's, all, as that's all in the past now. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you can't look back on that you don't dwell on that it's like what are we doing next <laughs> why dwell on it? yes where are we now hey we made beer right, that's right that's forward. right exactly life is good yeah Oh, Ronnie, you were talking to him uh, earlier before we came on, and uh, I guess you guys are from Kingwood. Yeah, we Nick and I grew up in Kingwood together. Years ago. Years ago. Went in uh, different directions. I headed out to California about 10 years ago. Matt, uh, Matt went to A&M and stuck around kind of the Houston area. Worked out here. And then we finally... You know, I returned home, and we're, we're back here for the brewery. It's like, it's, it's good to be back. Even though we didn't grow up in uh, East Downtown, but we've been welcomed with open arms by the, uh, the local community and everything. So it's, I can't tell you how happy I am to be back in Houston. It's been amazing to come back. 
What part of California? Uh, Los Angeles. So he went out there, um, made a billion dollars, and came back and decided yeah. to. Because that's yeah. what happens in California, I, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Go out there Hollywood star. Yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody just gets Wynn made some movies. He We're going to talk about those yeah. movies. He but, spent uh, his weekends mining for gold. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, worked, worked on some movies, worked on a lot of commercials. Did not get rich. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted, but there's a certain point where it's just, I'd had enough, and, you know. And we we'd been talking actually before the brewery was a possibility. We talked about opening a restaurant, any number of endeavors along those lines. But then it started to make more sense, like with our home brewing, and you know, we got more and more serious about it. My work was really not making me happy. I was, you know, in the office 16 hours a day, seven days a week at minimum, sometimes quite a bit more than that. It's like, why am I doing this? I can't, I can't do this another 10 years, let alone the rest of my life. And so then the conversations got way more serious after that. But, but the cool, kind of the cool thing that came out of that was that, like, so now Nick can do, like, all of our branding work so like every everything that we do is all done in house right so we i was going to compliment you guys on that too by the way because the website uh, a lot of a lot of your promotional stuff that you're putting out there man is very catchy that, it makes it makes people want to come drink beer that's all this dude man all that comes from his his brain so california man treat you right <laughs> yeah. all right let's take a quick break uh let's listen to some more scuba diver I'm John Dimon, Ronnie Crocker's hanging out. We're talking with Sigma Brewing Company. DJ Muskratch, take us out of here.
The conspiratorial forces at Southern Star Brewing are alleged to have focused their energies on a well-defined objective, a delicious West Coast-style IPA. Conspiracy Theory is a new year-round 6.5% IPA brewed with Amarillo, Simcoe, Centennial, and Galena Hops. Let the existence of Conspiracy Theory IPA be proven in your glass or pick up a 360 can. Get ready to bring in the badass weather also with the Spring Pills, a new seasonal from Southern Star. Stop by the new brewery with open tap room every Friday, Saturday, and now open on Sundays. SouthernStarBrewing.com In a sun-drenched field on the side of a quiet road just north of Houston, there is an old church, and inside this old church, something is brewing. That something is Back Pew Brewing Company, the Houston area's next legendary craft brewery. With two lines of beer, the Saints and the Sinners, Back Pew does things differently because it's the only way they know. With creative characters and bold twists, Back Pew devises flavors that are entirely unexpected but endlessly enjoyable. Visit backpewbrewing.com for a list of watering holes where you can find your new favorite beer. Back Pew Brewing Company. Dream Ages, we are back on. I'm John Dimon. Ronnie Crocker, guest co-host, hanging out. We're still talking with Sigma Brewing Company. They're off Harrisburg on the east side of beautiful city of Houston, Texas. East side of Houston, man, is really coming up a lot. A lot of different things going on over there. It was really funny because uh, Moon Tower is about to celebrate their six-year anniversary. And they're one of the first bars, places that opened up over there. Yeah, they kind of started paving the way for more things to branch out over there. Eighth Wonder popped up. They built a soccer stadium. Uh, so the east side, man, is just jamming. It's a, I, think it's a, I think you guys are going to do a hell of a job and have a, a badass place for a brewery on the east side. Just we're during, in, the, in the break, I know I'm rambling on a little bit, but I'm trying to catch up all, all of our listeners to what we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, pornography, uh, bananas, beers, things yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, but the east side, you know, a lot of breweries, like you said, man, they, they, they want to think about getting outside of the city of Houston because there's a lot more open areas, land's cheaper, it might be easier to work with to do it, but I, I think it's going to be, it's going to ultimately pay off having the brewery this close to everything going on downtown. I think, you know, we when, when we were looking at spaces, uh, you know, so Nick and I, we spent a lot of time just trying to plan this thing, and, I mean, years trying to plan this thing, and um, and so we, we worked on our ourselves for a lot, right, our technical brewing knowledge and our knowledge of equipment and, and the process and all that type of stuff, but part of that was... Just like drinking a, a shitload of beer, we drank a ton of beer, and we traveled around the country to just experience different breweries. And and, and a lot of them, there's a ton of them that they really struck us. But kind of what we came back from it with, I mean, our our journey around the country was that we wanted our tap room to be a place that people just like wanted to hang out at and spend some time at. And so we kind of wanted to make it comfortable and and fun to be around and air conditioned. Air conditioned. I was uh, gonna say that, and that is in that is pretty much a necessity 
I would, I would yeah. say that was that that has always been on the table is has to be air conditioning. It was it was great going to the warehouses when we were 21 years old, but then then we or got before older, 21 on fake yeah, IDs. Then then we got older and it's like I can't I can't do that anymore. Like, if I'm gonna spend time at a brewery, I need so, to be a little bit cooler. So, so yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was that, like, that's kind of the vision we had for it, and we wanted a lot of, we wanted to be in a spot where we, we knew a lot of people would want to travel to it and, and walk in the door and, and spend some time with us, hanging out with us, getting to know our beer and, and us, because we're going to be there, no one else works at our brewery, so, um, so yeah, no, I, I think, like, when, when it all came down to it that was like probably the only area that we we really could have gone to and it's it's turned into this really really beautiful thing between us and and some of the business i mean we were going to moon tower since when when they opened and um you know so uh we've been kind of patrons of the east end for for a long time and now now is is kind of our shot to to give back a little bit to, to that, that area of town. It's been nice meeting kind of the local community too. There's been a surprising amount of people just stopping by. That people that, are, that just live there that that just walk up and they're like knock on the door. Hey, you guys open? Yeah, yeah, are you, yeah. excited for Do us. Do we get a beer? Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 we don't have any beer. Well, no. now we do. Now we do have <laughs> now beer, you do. so we can actually feed people beer. Yeah. And so how far, uh, you're on Harrisburg, are you on the rail, or is the rail, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're on the rail, we're uh, two, or three, blocks. two or three blocks from the coffee plant stop. I think it's the green line that runs out there. Um, so we're, we're right on the rail, um, we're one stop away from the soccer stadium, uh, and you can pretty much get anywhere in the, Houston Metroplex with on on that line without even having to drive. So you can come park your car out. Go watch some football. Us, watch back, a football game, yeah, come yeah. back, hang out. You can watch the game at our place if you want to. Whatever, man. Um, but, uh, you know, that that was kind of one of those, like, after the fact. Like, because we, we walked in and we saw the place and we're like, this is it. Like, we're going we're gonna to put a brewery here. And then after that, we started realizing some of the, the benefits of, like, oh, we're on the light rail. That's, that's freaking cool. Like, um, you know, we're, we're really close to the soccer stadium. That's, that's kind of neat. So, like, a lot of that, like, wasn't – we were just, like, really enamored with the spot. And then, like, all that just, like, came in afterwards. And we are just like, oh, I guess that was a pretty good decision that we made, right? And <laughs> yeah, so, totally oh, planned it. Part of the business plan that yeah. you didn't quite right. realize yet. Yeah, right, right. Yes. Yeah. And so you're still under budget. You're in a location. Yeah, it's, it's exactly the <laughs> yeah. same as us being under a budget. It's, it's gone as planned. No so surprises. Let's talk about the beers, <laughs> uh, because right now we have the XPA, which is... Five point, what's the five point two percent? That beer, uh, give me my opinion on it. It's it's very easy drinking. It has a good chewy hotness to it, almost like a fresh hot beer. Kind of kind of get that little green taste. It just goes nice and easy. And 
the APA, which I'm drinking now. Absolutely delicious. Throw down a whole lot of these things for sure. <laughs> and then we have the porter that's on. I haven't tried that yet. That's going to be the next one that I get. And then what else are you guys making? So in the fermenters right now, so we have, we have the second batch of our APA. Um, we kind of toned some of the back of the tongue bitterness on it down just a tad. Um, and, but it's the, it's the exact same hop additions. Uh, we just kind of timed them slightly differently. Uh, so we have, uh, and we also have Let's Fighting Love, which is a New Zealand hopped IPA in the fermenter. Exclusively New Zealand hops, not necessarily the same ones that get used a lot of breweries, but we've got a lot of Pacifica, Southern Cross, Wakatu. So definitely an American pale ale, but it's going to have a different character to it just because of oh, man. the hop choices. All those weird papaya mangoes yeah, good coming out of those hops. I, I get a lot of mango. Uh, you kind of get a little bit of a nuttiness to, to that beer. Some marmalade. Oh, marmalade. Mar- yeah. Marmalade. Uh, it reminds me of when my grandma used to make fig jam. Yeah. <laughs> and hot biscuits. But no, that's uh, New Zealand's hops are, man, they, they have made some phenomenal things, and the addition of that in beer is fantastic. We managed to get a hold of, uh, what, 88 pounds of uh, Sriracha Ace? Yeah. So it's a good one. Yeah, that one. So, and that's so going to we're one brewing, beer. Yeah, we're brewing a double IPA yeah. uh, on Saturday with, with that that's almost exclusively Sriracha Ace. Um, so and, and we, we really like that one. You get a lot of lemon, some dill from the Sriracha. So um, it goes really well. with. It's a really, really light IPA. It's um, what, what – so we use a lot of uh, – It'd be uh, Brewer's Malt two row C10. just Brewer's Malt and C10, so it's very, very light. Very light. Um, Man, uh, but, and, yeah. and honey, honey malt, honey malt too, yeah. Honey malt. I, I could fun. honestly just take honey malt, put it in a bowl, put some milk on it, and eat it. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's, it's good. It's good. And then we have kind of the... Uh, Kind of the exact opposite end of the spectrum following that. It's a beer called Bone Saw, which is a double black IPA. And it is just solid black all the way through. Oh, nice. Um, What's the ABV on that one? Aggressive. They think you're going to get to ABV? Uh, I'd be 9%. 9%. 8.9 for uh, the one with the Sriracha, which its name is 829.97, which is the original Judgment Day. In Terminator. Terminator. Yep. <laughs> um, it's good reference. Yeah, so we'll be releasing those very, very close together. So both ends of the spectrum, but very big IPAs. Um, well, you got the big event coming up next weekend. The soft opening. Yeah, I mean, we... Come, we were, come, to, come to the brewery and drink beer. Yeah, yeah. really. It's just like, okay, we're going to unlock the door. <laughs> and and come come hang out and drink some beer for half price and you know get get to know us and our beers and that that yeah. so it's not like like a grand opening we're not like having all kinds of bands or anything like that there but 
there's gonna be a lot of beer. We got a lot of beer on tap, and uh, well, and uh, you know, we just beer and food trucks. Ch- trying to yeah, trying to have a good time. So be doing it, you know. That's true. So, Absolutely. I can tell you this though, uh, your your first triplets, uh, you know, your babies are really tasty. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. The beer is really good. Uh, highly recommend everybody going out there. The, the event is September 30th? 30th. Yeah, September 30th. Through, through that entire weekend. September 30th, October 1st, and the second. So go out there, check out Sigma Brewing. Uh, you're going to have food trucks, uh, just beer. It's going to be a good time. And just support the support the local breweries, especially the ones that, that are really making good beer. Right? That's, that's what I think everybody's going to be impressed by these. That, that makes us very, very happy. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, SigmaBrewingCompany.com and then Facebook, you know, to find all the details of all the happenings at the brewery. Take a quick break. Let's listen to some more Scuba Diver. And when we get back, they're going to be sitting across from us and we're going to learn more about them. Plus, I'm out of beer. Drink of ages. Be right back.
Spindle Tap Brewery, Houston's newest brewery and tap room. Actually, it's Houston's newest air-conditioned brewery and tap room. Located 10622 Hirsch Road, just 15 minutes north of downtown. Look for Boomtown Blonde, Tool Pusher Pale Ale, Hopper House Double IPA, and Honey Hole ESB on tap around town. But you definitely need to stop in the tap room for a beer and a burger. Tap room is open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Get all your information you need. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or message us at facebook.com slash drinkofages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag drinkofages. And get all contact and podcast info at drinkofages.com. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cash branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out cashbranding.com 
Hey, this is Bruce Leslie, president of the Texas Meat Association, and I want to invite you out to the Texas Meat Fest. This is our fifth annual one, but this year it's being held at the Lake Conroe KOA in Montgomery, Texas, 1975 Highway 105 on September 24th from 11 to 7. It's $20 in advance or $25 at the event to get eight tasting tickets and a souvenir wine glass, and you get to taste meads from seven different meaderies throughout the state of Texas. We also have beekeepers, honey, beekeeping supplies, food trucks, vendors, and a bunch of really good live music. So come on out, have some fun, taste some good craft meats, and enjoy the day at the Texas Mead Fest. For more information, check out our website at texasmead.org. Alright, Drink of Ages, we are back on. I'm John Denman, and we're hanging out here at Drink of Ages Pub. I want to tell you something that's going on this weekend that you need to go check out. If you haven't, if you don't have your tickets yet, the Houston Open Air happening at Energy, uh, Avenge Sevenfold, Alice in Change, Ministry, Slayer, Anthrax, a cool bunch of badass bands performing. One thing that I am interested in is a Jack Daniels Whiskey Row with plenty of samples and a mobile museum. So, Mobile Museum to learn about some Jack Daniels history. Tickets are on sale. You can get them at the gate. Houston Open Air Music Fest this Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but our music guest now joining us that you've listened to in between each segment is a badass local band, Scuba Diver, hanging out with us now. What's going on, fellas? What's up? How's it going? Yo, what's up? Man, I've uh, been listening to music this week, and... Uh, I gotta tell you, man, I've been jamming it quite a bit. You guys, you guys got a good little style. It's 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 good rock music, but you got the little psychedelic going on with it as well. Oh, okay. Well, thank really? you. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Appreciate a little the bit. words. I do. Yeah, thank you. Try to keep it fun. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing. We want to keep it energetic. <laughs> Definitely. That's goal. Yeah, yeah. I think I think our music is a good mix of like theater. And musicianship, and and crowd to performer interactions. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can accept that. Um, so you guys uh, came out in 2015 with your first release. Yeah, smell your friends. It's smell your friends. Yeah, uh, that's only available on Bandcamp right now. Uh, it was our first like just really debut, just to have something to really put out, just for people to listen to. Uh, we made a really cool music video for the song on it called Scuba Dive. Made it with a bunch of local artists. There's a lot of cool, really details in it. It's available on YouTube. Check it out. It's, it's really a cool. very well put on video, by the Thank way. You. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was all sure. like just really locally done. And we just wanted to have something kind of artistic, but super fun with it, really detailed, and go to space. Some close-ups on that one. There were some video close-ups, yeah, which I think are definitely. is always good. It's fun. My beard was rocking back then, <laughs> it too. Was. It was. <laughs> close-up of my pants. It I was away. not in the video at all. Oh, oh yeah, sure. You, sure. Ha- you definitely were a totally different person back then. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was. <laughs> now he has transformed. Our good friend uh, Aiden Silva was our bass player back then, and... Uh, just had some different things going on, so we just moved forward, and then we just got a new bass player here named Irwin. Yeah. So you might see a little bit of change difference from watching that video and watching a live show, but the but energy and the cool stuff is still there. Thank you, man. I, I remember when I first met Dom, 
uh, as soon as I met him, I was like, I have to be in this band because I could see the passion in Dom so so much, and I could see the musicianship that I wanted to be a part of them so bad. So when I auditioned and I was doing it for like it was about two months of auditions. Yeah. And when when Quezzy actually gave me the word, he was like, "Well, we're thinking about getting you." I was like, "Oh my God, it's a dream come true," and I'm here now. That's awesome. I mean, I think you guys all work very well together because your second release. That came out earlier this year. Yeah. Self-titled Scuba Diver. Scuba Diver. Yeah. yeah. That's just Full good. Full on album. Ten Full songs. Full album. Clean. Uh, just very polished. Thank very you. Polished. Appreciate it. He sounds amazing. We yeah. did it all at Blackbeard Recording Studios here in Houston off 1960. We got a great engineer there named Michael Silva. Give a shout out. He really kicks butt. Like he, we we love working with him. I've only really worked with him as far as like recording goes because he is the only person I really have seen that just follows every detail when it comes into recording. Like, he's made us better musicians just recording with him just because of yeah, That's kind of what the producer's supposed to do. My yeah. producer makes this show sound a whole lot better than what it actually yeah. is. Instead of a bunch of drunk people sitting around talking, it actually sounds like we know what we're talking about at Yeah, times. right? <laughs> so, yeah, the same thing in the music side of stuff. I mean, the producer... After the mix down, and he puts his own little thing into it, man. You also you're like, oh, I just made something very, very nice. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you think you're a great musician until you get cut up by an engineer, and they tell you every little thing you can do better. Yeah, it can be pretty heartbreaking, but I mean, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. We just actually started to record a new single uh, within the past few days uh, that we're hoping to release earlier in 2017 with a new video to keep us fresh in 2017. And we're really excited to release it. It's going to be a song called Phil. P-H-I-L. So P-H-I-L. Yeah. And that's going to be on your next album coming out? Uh, it might be on a new album right now. We're just looking at it as just a plain old just putting out a single. individual single. Yeah. I think I think as a band, you're supposed to do that. Just, yeah, just throw yeah. something out there. Yeah, something every now and then. you got to remind people that you're still alive. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you, you're reminding people you're alive because you got some badass shows coming up that people can come out and watch you guys. And um, in case you're just not tuning in, we're listening, uh, talking to Scuba Diver. You've been listening to Scuba Diver if you've been listening to this show. <laughs> but um, uh, so you got some really badass shows coming up. Yeah, our next show is definitely going to be at uh, Fitzgerald's on October 7th. Uh, we're going to be one of the opening bands for, for the uh, Schisms and Only Beasts. Yes. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun show. Uh, it's I think it's eight dollars to come in. Uh, doors open I think at about seven o'clock. Come there, yes. we'll hang out with you. Our mascot might hang out with you. Come party with us. But if you really can't make that, uh, we have another show October 29th through um, Generators Playgrounds is actually going to do this. It's going to be all on the east side. Yes, it's going to be and an so amazing. It's going to be like several different locations. You're going to see a lot of awesome bands there. We're still finding out our location, but. Yeah. Really, the events that these guys put on are, are one of a kind in Houston. They're absolutely awesome. Look into us, and we'll help you find out where we're going to be playing. Hi, appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, we're about to hear some more of your music live here at Drink of Ages Pub. Awesome, awesome. We appreciate you having us. Shout Definitely. out to Southern Star Brewery, uh, other lo amazing local bands. Uh, we love you all. Thank you for tuning in. Hope to see you at our next show. Definitely. Drink of Ages, we'll be right back. Hey, 
Drink of Ages, man. We are back and uh, still hanging out with Ronnie Krager. I'm John Denman, and something I want to tell you guys about that you need to get in on real quick is putting on a golf tournament. Put one up. I did it last year, so we're, it was so much fun. We're doing it again. The Houston Open Brew-Am and Keg Classic. It's going to be November 8th over at Wildcat Golf Club. Beautiful golf course. It is a phenomenal golf course. This one is a very beer-infused golf tournament where uh, we're all raising money for Pines for Prostates, but we will have a lot of representatives from the breweries, local breweries, out there on the course. So you get to sample a whole lot of beer, play golf, eat food, enjoy a nice Tuesday, and it's actually election day that we're doing it, November 8th. So in my mind, it's like get one more good round of golf in before the whole world goes to crap. Thanks to DJ Muskratch, always my producer. The ones and twos always putting the badass music into the show. And, man, see everybody at the Open Air Festival. Go Texans. I'm not even sure. I, honestly, this week, I didn't even look to see if the Astros could still make a wild card. Yeah, they're coming on strong, actually. Good, good. I hope they do. Hope it's they still going to be tough, but they are coming on strong. Yep. And, man, Dynamo's rocking. So, everybody have a safe weekend. Uh, drink good beer. Talk to you all next week.